The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Welcome to Animation Conversation Weekly for July 30th, 2009. I'm Alan Dahl-Saxell. And my name is Morten Overly. And we will be guiding you through the show. So today on Animation Conversations, we'll be giving you more animation news. And we will continue our quest to go through the IMDb Top 50 Animated Features. But first, here's the Animation Conversation news. <laughs> So this week there's a new animation trailer out for a movie called Despicable Me. It's directed by Chris Renoir and Pierre Coffard. Now I've only heard of Pierre Coffard before. I'm a huge fan of his stuff, especially his commercials and also a TV series, an animated TV series that he did called Pat and Stanley, which is amazing. If you haven't seen it, try and check it out. It's on the internet somewhere. I haven't seen it. Well, you should check it out. <laughs> Anyways, so I'll just give you a really quick walkthrough of the trailer. So basically, it's uh, a tourist bus that's driving in Egypt, and uh, they get off to take pictures of the pyramid. And there's this one kid from the bus that runs off into the, the what's it called, non-secure area. And he's followed by some security guards onto this wooden ledge, and he falls off the ledge into what you're supposed to think is death. But it turns out the pyramid is inflatable and the pyramid has been stolen. So the rest of the world panics and sends out their armies and police to protect their landmarks against the evil villain Gru, which according to apple.com slash trailers is the bad guy. So Alan, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, is, is this, um, this Chris Renoir guy, uh, was he working for Blue Sky? Because I, I saw that the producer was uh, a guy behind uh, the Ice Age movies and um, Horton. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think I've read that somewhere. Okay. But yeah, your thoughts on the actual trailer? I think it looked great. I think it looked really like new and uh, imaginative and uh, exciting. Uh, nothing new uh, animation-wise, or it's just it's just a normal. Uh, big Hollywood production uh, style uh, film, but uh, I think it's going to be uh, kind of a funny, funny movie. It, it looks really fun. And um, I think it's animated in France. Um, oh, thought the, the renders looked a bit cheap. Um, uh, maybe yeah. I, I, they might be uh, just because it's still really early in the process. Um, no, but it looks really funny. And uh, I have huge respect for Pierre Coffat. So uh, it's probably going to be amazing. Yeah. I think so too. I can't wait for this to come out, to be honest. Uh, you know when it's out? Uh, March 2010, I think it said on the website. 
Cool. We should uh, check out more about that when it uh, when there's more stuff online. Definitely. Um, in other news, Lassie comes to a 3D animation. This has to be a joke. I mean, this just sounds. Oh, <laughs> my my gut just turned. It's ah. Oh. Did you used to watch the uh, the live action series on TV or from the 40s, 50s? I've only seen a couple of shows, but come on, La- what's next? I mean, honestly, they're probably <laughs> gonna make shitloads of money, and they're probably gonna do like with Shrek, like five or six sequels, and oh, I just yeah, there's so much creative talent around, and yet you always go back and dig up these old shows and. Do remakes and ah, oh. yeah. Let 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 me read this quote to you. Uh, our association as production and distribution partners partners with Classic Media after the successful debut of high end CG Casper Scare School now gets into another long term artistically and com- commercially fruitful relationship with the development of a heartwarming TV series of 3D animation. Says Tapas. Chakravarti, chairman of, <laughs> chairman and CEO of uh, DQ Entertainment, and DQ Entertainment is uh, producing this thing uh, with the Classic Media and M6 France and uh, ZDF uh, Germany. And I think it's going to be, well, I, I think <laughs> it's not going to be good, is it? <laughs> it's like okay, if Despicable Me is at one end of the scale. Then 3D Lassie or Lassie goes 3D or whatever it's going to be called. It's on yeah. the other end of the scale, to put it politely. We should move on. <laughs> okay, so this week uh, they they put on slashfilm.com. They put out some pictures from uh, DreamWorks' next animated feature, "How to Train Your Dragon." By uh, it's going to be directed by Chris Sanders. There's just one picture over at uh, Slashfilm, uh, the website, but it looks really cool. The the concept art. It's really rough. Uh, basically, it's um, a, a Viking kid kneeling on the shore with a sword. And there's a, what seems to be a baby dragon taking a careful step out of the shadows. Uh, but there's a lot of mean dragons still hiding in the shadows. And there's your mandatory fog and god rays in the um, in the shot. So, it's of course, it's going to be cool. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I love Lilo and Stitch and the, the tests of American Dog that were on... Floating around on the internet looked really interesting. And uh, uh, Chris Sanders obviously knows his stuff. Uh, again, as with Despicable Me, I'm really looking forward to this. I think the premise seems really cool. Uh, I mean, Vikings and dragons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's writing it with the guy who did the Lilo and Stitch. So if you're into that. Oh. You know? Yeah. All, all I know from the website, it, it says there's a... Let me quote. It says, A mythical world of burly Vikings and wild dragons based on a book by Cressida Cowell. Mm-hmm. I was wrong about the release dates of uh, Despicable Me because it's uh, it says it's How to Train a Dragon, which has a release in March 2010. Uh, but there's more info over at SlashFilm.com uh, and we'll put some more, uh, we'll put the link out on the show notes. So yep. be sure to check it out. Uh, you saw the, the concert art, Alan. I saw the what? The concept art, the picture for the. Oh no, I didn't. Sorry. You should check it out. It looks, it looks really cool. I'll uh, check out the show notes and maybe I'll find some links there. Right. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Tune Boom releases Studio Five. Have you used this software? Uh no, no. But you know about it. I'll I'll just uh, read the press release. 
Um, Toon Boom Animation uh, Inc. Uh, today announces the release of Toon Boom Studio 5, completely rebranded and now positioned as the multi-technique animation software for learning and creating animation. With its new stop-motion animation cap- capability, Studio 5 is the best tool for becoming familiar with the main styles of animation, including stop-motion, traditional, digital, cutout, and rotoscoping, or combining them for greater creativity. In addition, its simplified user interface makes it ideal for hobbyists, educators, and students to discover the, ver- the various uh, methods of animation creation and unleash their creative potential. In addition to traditional and paperless animation capabilities, Studio 5 enables you to, um, and there's a list here, uh, <laughs> create stop motion animation using your favorite characters. Wow. Speed things up with time-lapse imaginary um, live view image capture lets you see images exactly how they will appear in the movie. Uh, change your backgrounds using chroma key screens. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I can do that in iChat. <laughs> I know, it's like, this is an awesome feature, like if this was 1992 or something. Yeah, and this is even better. Position and align elements perfectly using onion skinning. No. <laughs> that was like in Flash version, the first Flash. I think so, yeah. Use rotoscoping to take advantage of actual imagery to better position your characters. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> improved image playback the optimization. I guess that's uh, good. Thing. That sounds good. Annotation layers for feedback. Sounds uh, useful, uh, I guess. I guess if you're in a teacher-student environment, that might be good. Uh, and then there's easily export. Uh, you can easily export your animation directly to YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> that kind of says, uh, I guess that's uh, aimed at the, the hobbyists, I guess. Yeah, but the price isn't aimed at, aimed at hobbyists. It, uh, it's priced at uh, $3.99. And it's available now for uh, OS X and Windows. $3.99? Yeah. $399. I think that's... You think it's too expensive? It sounds like a $99 package. No, I mean if you have the if you've got the 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 the, the puppet uh, being able to flip back and forwards and check with your animation, that's those packages are usually quite expensive. Yeah, I guess so. And they just uh, they just bought the Animo, didn't they? Just like a half hack half year ago, and that was like the that's that's the the professional package, you know. And I, I stopped using this kind of software like four or five years ago, so I'm not really on top of yeah. it anymore. But I, I tried the uh, Animo uh, half a year ago, and it seemed really outdated and really just, uh, it seemed like a... Flashback uh, 10 a, years a, ago? Yeah, exactly. It's like using uh, Photoshop uh, 3.0, you know. It was just really slow and modular-based. That's the thing with tunes when we used that. There was like four or five modules you had to go through to get to the final stuff. Yeah, and it crashed on me 10 times every hour. So on to the next piece of news, or it's not as much news as it is more kind of a pick of the week. or Anyways, um, they put out a a link to... um, uh, Ice Age or from Ice Age, where you can follow the, the process from blocking to final animation. Um, again, we'll post the, the link on the show notes, but it's, um, if you're an aspiring animator or an animator in general, I'd definitely uh, urge you to check it out. 
there's um it, it kind of tells you a bit about the budget and the quality of the work in this movie i mean the sequence is about i don't know 10 seconds long and 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 in the in the anime or the the video clip it shows he spent like 32 days on it uh, that's a little over four working weeks because it says they work seven days a week on this mm-hmm. uh i'm guessing the budget is pretty big um but also it's interesting to see the speed of the blocking and just the thoroughness of the the splanning and polishing that he does and the it's it's interesting that after 32 days, the end result it still feels really fresh and energetic. Yeah. Um, you checked it out, Alan? No, no, I didn't. Oh, it's worth Again. well worth a look. Um, I've looked at it a quick, quite a couple of times now, just to just to to, to have a closer study of it, and it's uh, it's pretty it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. And if you want to hear what we said about uh, Ice Age uh, three. You can uh, download uh, ACP twelve. Good one, Alan. Yeah. Um, have you heard about this uh, Astro Boy movie that's coming out? Yes, uh, I started to check out Imagi, the studio, after they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they're yeah. on uh, a show that I would kill to work on one day, or um, uh, called Battle of the Planets, or mm. there's, there's another name for it. Uh, it's based on a Japanese anime. Uh, the character designs are amazing, but hmm. and uh, Astro Boy is also based on an uh, anime, uh, groundbreaking anime, because it was like it was um, it was released as a manga uh, cartoon, I guess, in the nineteen fifty two. Or a comic? Wasn't it a comic first, and then they did the? Uh... Yeah, a comic. I meant the comic. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I, I was never a big anime fan, but uh, I, so I've only seen like pictures of the original Astro Boy. Yep. But the, the, the trailer looks pretty cool. I think the trailer looks pretty boring, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think the, the character, I don't like the character designs, and I think they work a lot better in 2D. Yeah. It's very, it's a manga style uh, cartoon, and they, they tried to uh, westernize it a bit and make it a bit more uh, eatable for us, you know. If you're not into uh, anime or manga, you might enjoy it anyway, because the style is pretty, it's, it's something we've seen before here. But to be honest, I'm really looking forward to the next project. That's, that's, that's the one that I want to see. Yeah, but they did show a clip at the Comic-Con this week. Okay. Uh and uh the um it seems to be pretty positive the, the feedback. Yeah. Well, if the fanboy crowd likes, I mean if it, if the fanboy crowd didn't like it. It wasn't the fanboy crowd. It was actually a bunch of journalists. Oh, okay. So they they saw uh, maybe uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. It's just I a was pre- just assuming preview. since you mentioned Comic-Con and Oh yeah. <laughs> Good. Have you heard any other news from Comic-Con by the way? Uh, I haven't really followed it closely, um, so uh, that would be a no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can, uh, if you go to AVN, they have a, a list of the 15 uh, top uh, priorities at Comic-Con, so you can go there and, uh, and check that out. Did they show uh, something of the the new James Cameron? Uh, is it a feature movie or an animated feature? Uh, I can't remember the name right now. Avatar? Avatar, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but uh, that's, you know... That's that's the big one this year. <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of it. I've only seen like concept art. Uh, I think we should probably review it, right? When it premieres. We review it when it comes out. And now for our IMDb Top 50 Animated Movies. This week, uh, we are reviewing the 
movie Kiriku and the, the Sorcerers from 1998, directed by Michael Ocelot. Hello. I found it on the road. Oh. Who's he? He is Kiriku. My nephew. So he says. My son. Your son? He is really so small. I know, but I'm half than you. What do you want, male intruder? I want to know your price for sparing our village, for bringing water to our spring, and for not holding our people ransom. How dare you complain? There's a waterfall not far from here. Your women still have jewelry hidden away in their huts, and you are still alive. Watch out behind you, Uncle. Do you know why Karaba the Sorceress is mean and nasty? You're asking too many questions. Karaba the Sorceress, why are you so mean and evil? So it starts off in this African village where this woman gives birth to a kid who immediately, even before he cuts the, what's the cord the, in English? The umbilical cord. Uh, he starts talking and he's um, a really quick kid. He's uh, almost like a superhero. Uh, and he knows exactly what he, he starts talking about. It, sorry. He starts talking about his dad and he finds out that his dad has been killed by a sorceress. And he learns that one of his uncles are going to fight the sorceress. So he cuts the umbilical cord and runs after his uncle to help him out. <laughs> it's just really weird, um, but really cute as well. And um, so it's basically a sorceress is who is terrorizing this African village. And uh, Kiriku who stands up against her and... Uh, I, I fell asleep watching this movie. I'm sorry. I was really tired and it was really late. Um, so I don't know the ending of the movie, but I know he goes to visit his grandfather on the other side of this huge mountain. And uh, I'm guessing it all ends well since it's a kid's movie and all. But um, uh, You could never be sure. Oh. <laughs> says the one who saw the ending. Yeah. So um, that's basically the setup for the, the movie. I can just start off with my initial thoughts or my thoughts of, of the movie. Um Based on what I'd seen from posters and artwork earlier on, I thought I was going to hate this movie. As with Vampire D, um, I'm kind of prejudiced when I start watching a movie. Uh, and it basically looked really boring, but yeah, I was surprised. Uh, it starts off really fast, and I love its quirkiness. And the the yeah. Kiriko, he's, he's, he starts off as kind of a dick, uh, but he yeah. turns out to be quite funny and, and uh, actually kind of a stand-up guy. Um even though he's a kid. Um, I was surprised by some of the designs. I thought I was going to hate them, like the, the fetishes or fetishes. I didn't think it was going to work, but it does. It's very simple. It's It's got limited animation, and uh, it kind of looks like a TV animation. Uh, yeah, because I think it was actually done as a, as a TV series, right? That I don't know. Uh, yeah. But uh, I thought the introduction or the, the first 20 minutes were really, really good. Uh, the setup and the, the introduction of the characters, uh, um, it, it's kind of naive. Uh, it's very naive. But I, I, I'm guessing it's, it's, it's aimed at kids. Yeah. Uh, but I think, I think that's a, a part of the, uh, 
that that's sort of uh, storytelling that's part of the african culture they very state the obvious thing and they have every time they something happens they have a song about it afterwards when they actually sing and kind of like oh here comes the song <laughs> and but fortunately it's they're really short it's kind of started to lag a little for me when he goes in the tunnels up until then i really enjoyed it but yeah because they have this long sequence underground uh in in sort of a profile view and he's under the underground for about 10 minutes I actually like that sequence, but it was it was very different. Yeah, it was just dragging on and dragging on. <laughs> and just like, get through the... Because you know he's going to get through, and it's not all that interesting. I'm guessing it's more of a setup. Yeah. What's coming on like, coming later. Um, and then when he gets to the grandfather, that's where I fell asleep. Um, so you'll have to uh, walk them through <laughs> the rest. I'm not going to reveal the ending, so it doesn't actually matter. It's... Yeah, I, I think it was a it was a good ending. It was a surprising ending uh, in a way, and it borrows a lot from uh, from folk tales and uh, you know stories that we've heard before in various forms. Yeah. Um, and there's there's a bit of magic in there, and there's uh, you know. What's up? Do, do do we ever find out what's up with the sorceress, or is she just there to be a pain in the ass? There's got to be like a reason for her to. There definitely is, but I I think that's too big a spoiler to reveal here. So uh, yeah, I think people should probably see this movie and be surprised by it, uh, especially the ending. I think the ending is pretty good actually. Okay, I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, I thought it was um, it was fun. I was surprised. I. I... As I said, uh, I thought I was going to hate this, and I, and I really enjoyed it, uh, even though I fell asleep. But for other reasons, yeah. But it was uh, visually, it was it it was fun and, and exciting. Uh, it's a quirky and sweet movie. It's different, yeah. naive, and kind of fun. And uh, someone else, someone told me today. Um, uh, I think it was Yaplak. Yeah, Yaplak told me today that Miyazaki is a big fan of the director. Hmm. Yeah, he he's done quite a few movies. Or not quite a few, but he's uh, when you're talking about anim- animation directors, he, uh, he always pops up. No, I mean the animation. When you do animation, you you don't do a ton of movies because it takes such a long time to do one movie. But he started out doing silhouette animation, and he did a few shorts, and then he uh, this this movie was actually supposed to be a silhouette uh, animation. It reminds me of kind of like Egyptian uh, paintings, uh, some of the stuff in there and. Especially those uh, automatons or whatever you would call them, the um, the robots or the fetishes or yeah. what it said in the subtitles. Yeah, it threw me off a bit, but um, um, but they've done a there's a sequel, right? Uh, yeah, uh, there was a sequel in 1995 called uh, Kiriku and the Beast. So that was the first one. That's- no, two, 2005. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> But I, this is funny. I looked at the uh, at the credits, and it turns out it it was animated in Belgium, Luxembourg, Riga, uh, France, and uh, Hungary. 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 Yeah. Hungary. Um, Your typical European project. Yeah, and they're produced by uh, uh, Les Armateurs. Armateurs, the the French uh, the, the French studio. Okay. It seems like if you're doing a big project, then you, unless you have like a really big uh, f- funder or someone that can give you a lot of money, you have to go through a lot of. Yeah, but it, but it seems like a cheap production. That that's why I was kind of surprised, surprised because the animation wasn't wasn't really great. Maybe it was done in a really short uh, schedule. 
Yeah, I, I just want to say something. One thing about the music, because I I really like the music, and in the end, there's a, a couple of really great songs, especially in the the end title uh, thing. Credits, yeah, credits. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, it turns out the music was done by Yuson Dur. If you uh, if you know this guy, he's like this legendary uh, world uh, music dude. Yeah, yeah, and that was. That was really. Uh, There's also some too. quite famous uh, people and and the the voice casting as well. I I can't remember the names right now, but I remember looking through it and I was kind of surprised. Mm. Yeah, I didn't see that. But do you remember any? No, not that at the top of my head. But okay. Uh, but uh, yeah. So where would you rank this? Um, just uh, below uh, Porco Rosso. Uh, yeah, yeah, I to be mine is the same. Uh, I, I'd give uh, Porco Rosso a heads up just because of uh, it's more of a mature. It's has a more mature content. Yeah, and it's more uh, me being as old as I am. I find that a bit more appealing. And you're actually an animator, so you might um, appreciate the the better the drawings and the animation and everything, right? That was yeah. That was yeah. That sounds like a fair description. <laughs> so um, next week there's Disney's Aladdin. Have you seen that one before? Uh, yeah, I saw it for the first time like a year ago. So for some reason, I love this movie. Ah, don't say anything. I won't say anymore. But I've seen it a couple <laughs> of times, and I, I'm really looking forward to seeing it again. Cool. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. The other YB told me so. That's nonsense. He can't talk. Perhaps not to you. We cats, however, have far superior senses than humans and can see and smell and... Shh. I hear something. Right. Over. So, uh, the only thing left is probably to round this, uh, this week's ACP up. Right? Sounds like a good plan. And uh, we'll be back next week with more news and more animation related stuff. Remember to follow us on Twitter. That's twitter.com slash ACP News. And please leave us a voicemail on Skype. You can still be the first to leave us a voicemail on Skype. <laughs> uh, our username is uh, Animation Conversation, one word. We also have a link on the website. If you feel we are doing a good job and want to support us, support us, you can do that by pushing the donate button on our site. And don't forget to mail us at feedback at animationconversation.com for tips. And don't forget the show notes where we'll put all the links related to this show. And our web address is, as always, www.animationconversation.com. And that's it for this week's Animation Conversation Weekly. And until next time, have fun and animate. Toodaloo!